Hi, fam. Hi. You did the exact same hi that you did last time. That's probably because I listen to a lot of podcasts. And I'm probably imitating someone that I listen to, but I don't know who. Um, Welcome to... Hi. Take it away. Sisterly... Sisterly History Mysteries. Episode (laughs) 2. Even though episode 1 has yet to air. Yeah. Okay. So something that I want to point out today, it's a big day for the world. um, Because today, the day we're recording this... (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm She is very slowly drinking a glass of water and looking at me. Bitch, it's not water, it's gin and tonic. Oh, fuck yeah. You're going to hear the um, ice cubes. I'm sorry if it makes anyone thirsty. I can edit it out, maybe. Or maybe they want to hear that. Tell them about today. Um, Today, the day that we're recording this, we're recording way in advance just to give us some, you know, a cushion room at the beginning to figure everything out, um, is the last episode ever of Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, I don't care about that. You used to. I know. Here's my problem. I'm going to be real, and this might be controversial, but I have a problem where I can't tell dirty, bearded, white men apart. That's fair. They all look the same. (laughs) I have this problem with The Walking Dead. Fucking dead now. I have this problem with Game of Thrones, and I can't keep track of the characters because I don't know who's who, and I had to stop watching. (laughs) At some point, I will do a rewatch, but yeah. Ooh, I want to hear your thoughts on, because in the previous episode, like, I know all the major plot points. So you're, like, keeping up. No, like, I don't watch, but I know everything that happens because of fucking Twitter. Everyone talks about it. So, spoilers for the, what, second to last episode, if I want to talk about the Queen. What are your thoughts on that? Um, look. Here's the thing. We all knew that this was a possibility. Like, it's not like it came out of nowhere. Is it eight years of character development? I agree. Development it did not come out of nowhere. Train? I'm into yeah. it. Yeah. No, it's not. Yeah. Like all these towns she was invading, I felt like it was yeah. always under the pretense of like freeing the people, but like she then enslaved the people into her yeah, own army. True. Like she was always going through and like trying to get mm. her way. Like this, I think I'm I'm pro Mad Queen. Are you drinking Starbucks water? It is a chai latte, and you can shut the fuck up. Oh my god, I just saw the ice at the top, and it looked clear, and I was like, that is fucking water in a Starbucks no. cup. I lost my Starbucks cup. You're- fuck. You're cutting out. Shit. Okay. Also, I was saying really boring things, so it doesn't matter. I just- yeah, I guess it's like- I mean, it's justified either way because of the Targaryen line. I mean, Targaryens go crazy. That's just- yeah, okay. also, like, I just think, like, yeah, people are saying this season is rushed, which I am not watching it, so I don't know. Mm. But, like, I do think it had roots. No, it At totally least from the parts of roots. things that I've watched and from the parts of books that I've read, like, it's not out of nowhere. No, it's... I like how I'm, like, having an opinion, I'm having sure not watched yeah. the past probably three seasons. It's totally not out of nowhere. It just sucks that, like, the only two female rulers on the show are, like, crazy. You know what I mean? Like, that sucks, well, but... What, her and Cersei? Yeah. How's Sansa doing? Oh, she's I'm good. Sansa. People think that she's gonna end up yeah, on the throne, fine. but I'm like, she doesn't have a claim to the throne. No. I mean, she'll rule Winterfell, probably, I think, and that's, like, that's great. And I love her. I want, like, I want, like, strong, admirable, morally, like, 
morally good female rulers, but I'm also pro, like, morally ambiguous or even, like, morally evil female characters because I think it's important that we get a, a, a range and depth of character just like men do. So, like, I think that, like, it isn't just, oh, there's two queens on this show and they're both evil and mad. Like, there are a lot of queens in the literal and metaphorical sense. Like, Arya's a fucking queen. Reign of Tar, fucking queen. And they're all different, and they all have different qualities and strengths and weaknesses. Because we're human beings. Yeah, you're right. I'm not saying that Game of Thrones is a, like, peak of feminist <laughs> ideology. <laughs> no, it has its it problems. It has a lot of problems. But it also has, it has good female characters. Right, it has cool. some amazing female characters. I wish they had a female writer in the room. Is there not yeah. one? There should be no rooms in this day and age with no women in them. Well, maybe there is in the uh, in the room. Maybe there maybe there's an editor or something. But the two main writers are two white men, which is evident mm. sometimes. Classic. But there's a lot of bad things about the show, and there's a lot of good things about the show. And <sighs> just as like a huge fantasy yeah. nerd, like I want to write a fantasy book someday, and. So I appreciate the world that George R. R. Martin created, you know, with all its flaws. Um, mm-hmm. But there are so many things about it that are so freaking awesome that I love. Shit mm-hmm. is hitting the fan right now, though. I'm really sad it's going to be over, but... Yeah, it is. It has in a long yeah. time. Anything that has, like, that many seasons, like, it's, it's hard to And it's go. good that they're not... Even The Walking oh, Dead. Fuck. Like, The Walking Dead needs to end, but... I'll be sad when it does, and I will watch the whole thing when but I am glad that up. they're ending Game of Thrones themselves. Like they're not waiting until they get canceled. You know what I mean? Because at that point, yeah, I, I think sometimes things need to end. Like The Walking Dead, fucking what's his name left now? Like your main yeah, guy like, left, and Michonne is gonna leave. Well, Lauren Cohan mm-hmm. left, Andrew and Gar- Andrew Lincoln. Lincoln. <laughs> so Andrew Garfield. <laughs> Not Andrew Garfield. Um, they're just at that yeah. point. They're waiting Sometimes for it, things. That's they're that's waiting a good for point. it to get canceled so they can get as much money from it as they can. But then it just mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. story is not good anymore. That that's what they did with Supernatural. That mm-hmm. went on for like thirteen seasons or something. Even Bones, oh, like yeah. we all wanted Bones and Booth to get together, and then they got together, and like the show wasn't as good because there wasn't that sexual mm-hmm. tension. Where there are other things though, like Buffy. Buffy, I don't think. Like, they didn't finish telling their story. Mm-mm. I'm rewatching did, Buffy. Did they get canceled? I'm, I'm sure it did, because they continued it in comic form. Oh, yeah. So I think that there was more story Angel, that they wanted to tell. Angel but definitely also, got canceled, and it was on a cliffhanger, and it sucked. Angel was... Well, Angel was a whole thing, and that gets into, like, Joss Whedon oh, being okay. problematic with, like, the way he treated oh, some of the actresses. But anyways. Go off. Yeah, something where, like, he had a... Supposedly, if I recall correctly, he had a disagreement with Charisma Carpenter, who played mm-hmm. Cordelia... And that's when they got she got written off because he was like, "Oh, you disagree with Fuck me? You. Fuck you!" Yeah, I don't know. I think that's I true. Um, but yeah, I think Buffy actually. I mean, we're just talking about different TV shows that's now. Fine. But Buffy being canceled and then continuing in graphic novel slash comic book form actually allowed it to like grow as a story in a different way because I don't I don't think you ever read seasons eight and whatever in the comics. I read one of them. It's like so fantastical and like as a TV show, would be so big budget. Like, the whole world mm-hmm. changes. And, like, they 
there there would be no way to tell that on television. Whereas because it's it's drawn, they can make the world look like anything they want and they can do any kind of magic they want on the page, which I think wouldn't translate to TV mm. in the same way. So like win yeah. some, lose some. Um, what'd you do today? What did I do today? I slept in and I meant to get up at nine and go for a run. I got up at eleven fifteen to go for a run. <laughs> I know. No, I just got up and I wrote my script for this episode. We didn't say which one of us is which. Oh. How will they know? I'm Carly, the one with the annoying voice. And I'm I'm Megan, the one with a lot of vocal and fry. I'm telling a story today. Um and it's gonna be Creepy. <laughs> Are you ready to tell it, or do you no, have anything, anything else to say? Today, so we don't really need to get into that. Do you want to hear what I did today? Well, last night I had my friend over. You made a friend. I'm making friends job. in Dublin. Yeah. Um, I made her at my job, and she's also American and is very cool. Shout out if you listen. Um, she came over to my house because my boyfriend is in Germany with his mom and his sister for the weekend, and we watched Eurovision. Do you know about I know Eurovision? Of Eurovision. Like, sometime you should watch it. Um, we watched Eurovision. We drank wine. I drank, like, most of a bottle of wine over, like, a few hours. So, like, I was like, this is just casual. And then today I woke up, like, felt totally fine. And then I went on this run. And I don't know if I pushed myself too hard because I, ha- I was sick last week. And I'm on antibiotics. Or if I drank too much wine and then went for this run. But, like, I'm and I'm always fine when I exercise. But then when I stop, sometimes I panic. Because I'm like, my body doesn't feel normal. <laughs> and I, like, I was like... Am I going to throw up on this road outside? Like, I didn't know. I didn't. I was fine. But, like, I had a moment where I was like, my body, what's happening? Do you want to... Have you been listening to any podcasts lately? Going to give any shout-outs? No, because I have been uh, re-watching Game of Thrones and cross-stitching my pomegranate. Oh, my God. That thing was so good. Post a picture of it oh, in the thanks. show notes. Okay. Um, it's not done yet, but it's almost done. I'll probably finish it tonight or tomorrow. So that's what I've been doing nice. with my free time. Yeah, and I've rewatched like all of Game of Thrones. Nice. Um, I'm listening to Buffering the Vampire Slayer. Oh. It is good. Okay. Thank you for that. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome, that plug. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to rewatch all of Buffy and then also listen to the podcast as I go because they're like a Buffy Watch podcast. Remember how bad season one was? Oh. Oh, yeah. It was so bad. It was bad. <laughs> you have to get through season one. I'm in season two right now. And honestly, that episode... Okay, spoilers for Buffy uh, season two, which aired right, in 1998. <laughs> um, when Buffy sleeps with Angel and then he becomes a vampire again. Well, loses his soul like again. Evil, yeah. Yeah, and then everyone... Like, Buffy's having to deal with, like, the guilt of that. And, like, Giles has this talk with her about oh, how, like, he's not going to shame her for having sex. Like, I just... I just think... It handles, like, there are a lot of things that Buffy does not handle well, but the issue of virginity and, like, shame, especially around female mm-hmm. sexuality and, like, it, I just think that episode is really beautiful, so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm done. All right. Well, what I have for you today is something that gives me the fucking creeps, <laughs> but the thing is, it's not, like, inherently scary. It's just weird and unsettling. And has this effect on people where it just creeps people out. And I think it's really interesting. Um, is it the Bermuda Triangle? It is not. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Imagine. Imagine. World War One is raging. Oh, no. Or 
perhaps the Vietnam War. Okay. Or perhaps it's today, in 2019, when you find a vintage shortwave radio at a garage sale or something, and you find this old-timey radio. Mm-hmm. Curious, one night you start scanning the channels, and you fall upon a channel that makes your blood run cold and you don't even know why. Perhaps it's a child's voice reading a sequence of letters and repeating them over and don't over. Don't like that. Perhaps you hear an old-timey recording of Swan Lake, followed by a distorted voice reading off a sequence of numbers, or a cheery, artificially synthesized female voice doing the same thing. Okay. Or it could even be Morse code. Okay. You don't know what it means, but the voice keeps going and going. I don't like it. I'm already scared. Carly, Billy's not in town. I'm going to be so scared tonight. (laughs) It's really not that scary. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of creepy. Congratulations. You've stumbled across a number station. Fuck you. The number station? A number station. Is this real? So today, yeah. Uh, So we're talking about number stations today. Um, This sounds like a Reddit or like a copy pasta. Creepy pasta. It's it's creepy. It's (laughs) what? It sounds like a creepy pasta. A copy pasta. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Tell me. Okay. So number stations are super creepy historical anomalies that have been around since World War One. So that's you know, early nineteen hundreds, nineteen thirteen ish, and they're radio stations that repeat sequences of letters, numbers over and over and over. Um, which is just something about that is just eerie and weird. Well, it's creepy if you don't um, know that they exist, and then you encounter one. Yeah. Especially if it's a child, like, ugh. Fuck that, yeah. So, also, I just want to add that I'm a little scared this is gonna get me killed by the CIA. Is it a um, CIA thing? It's a government thing. So, don't kill me, please. Please. Don't. No, if this is a well-known thing, information like, people talk about it. freaking Wikipedia. Yeah, so, um... Yeah. Okay. So we're pretty sure what they are and how they work. Uh, The fact that these transmissions could theoretically be meant for anyone means that, uh, you know, in that sense, they're untraceable. Mm -hmm. Because no one knows who they're for. Like, this broadcast could be aimed just at one person. No one knows who that person is. So, Um, theoretically, the number sequence is code? Or the letter sequence is... Yes. Hmm. We're gonna get into it. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, Though we can only speculate, we're almost sure that these broadcasts are illegal, uh, though never shut down by the government because they're covertly run by the government. (laughs) I hate it. (laughs) Frequently popping up in times of war, these creepy vintage broadcasts are pretty much universally thought to be spy transmissions operated by various national intelligence services um, with operates in foreign countries. Mm Mm-hmm. So basically, we think that um, these are broadcast by a certain intelligence service that needs to reach a spy in another country. Okay, so they just do it over the radio where anyone could hear it. That must mean they're very confident that no one, like, has cracked this code. Ooh, and there's a reason why, and I will get to Oh my god, I keep asking the right questions. Yes, you do. I'm scared I'm gonna read this too fast, and then it's gonna be... Too short. That's okay, because, like, we'll vary in length. Like, my next one, honestly, is so long. Okay. 
This is super cool though. Okay. So I was reading about this last night because I actually had another one planned and then I decided not to. And then I was researching this last night and I was so creeped out. It was like two in the morning and it was all dark in my room and I was like, hmm. Uh, okay. Encryptions would most certainly be done using a one-time pad. So the spy would know when to tune in and he would already have a sheet of paper known as the one-time pad and the broadcaster would have an identical piece of paper. How the spy gets the paper in the first place, I That don't know. also seems really insecure. If it's a physical piece of paper that like, what, that like tells them the code? You think yeah, it so could get stolen. Key. Well, so the spy knows when to tune in. Uh, he uses the pad or, or the encryption key, basically, uh, to decode whatever sequence comes across the broadcast immediately after the broadcast. Um, both parties burn the paper. Okay. So, in that sense, it's not really decodable because even if someone got their hands on the piece of paper, they wouldn't know which broadcast um, it would be meant for. So the spy would know in their brain, not have written down anywhere, the time and station. Believe okay. so. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, ergo, the one-time pads, each one could only be used once. Um, it's in the name. Hence the name. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and decryption is, in that sense, pretty much impossible because there are only two keys in the world and they've just gone up in flames. Okay. So. Take a drink of my chai latte. Ooh. <laughs> you hear that? <laughs> God, we're just going to make everyone so thirsty with our ice noises. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, the most famous example of a number station is the Lincolnshire Poacher. Uh, it was broadcast in Cyprus beginning in the 1970s and would continue to broadcast until 2008. So the same broadcast repeatedly. Mm -hmm. Not the same numbers. Mm. You know what I mean? Because that doesn't make sense. Um, so the same voice? Yes. Okay. And always a sequence of five numbers. Oh, I'm expect. I would think like strings and strings of numbers. So it would just be like a some, voice some... and then five numbers and then gone. No, it would be a voice, uh, five numbers repeated for like however long the broadcast. That's is. horrifying, Carly. I'm so like I don't know why I'm I so know, it's like just, it's just numbers. Why it's is it so creepy? Scary. I don't know, but like imagine like stumbling upon imagine that. you're on a road trip like you're just you're Fuck you! on a road trip by yourself <laughs> and you're like in the middle of the desert you know like when you're driving in like arizona or nevada and there's nothing oh for God. miles and you just hear this on Holy the radio shit. it's so dark oh I'm, that's gonna be my next short story i'm scaring oh my myself God. no one take that idea <laughs> okay so uh for those who don't know cyprus is located in the eastern mediterranean and the 1970s marks the famous era of the cold war mm. What the Eastern Mediterranean has to do with the Cold War, I don't know. I well, probably no, should. like, Turkey, I think, touches Russia, or is, like, vaguely close to Russia, right. and then Cyprus is a little island underneath Turkey. South, if you will. You. Underneath. This is why. Thank you. I've been doing this a lot of map quizzes at work, because I'm so bored at my job. <laughs> um, okay. So, for, yeah, like, 40 years, seven days a week, several times a day... I don't know if it was consistent for all the 40 years, but as far as I know, um, it was. Mm -hmm. uh, so, seven days a week, several times 
whoa, seven days a week, several times a day. I gotta slow down sometimes. No, you are, you're perfectly understandable. Oh, great. Thank you. Uh, so the Lincolnshire Poacher would begin its broadcast by playing a few bars of the English folk song. Okay. Folk song of the same name. Uh, and that would be its... Tell me um, the name again. Signal. The Lincolnshire Poacher. Mm-hmm. Uh, what would follow would be a series of five numbers repeated by a female voice. This was an artificial voice, so, like, created by a computer or something. I don't know how they did it in the 70s. Trace the location of the Lincolnshire Poacher's signal transmission to the Royal Air Force Base located on the island of Cyprus, thought to have been operated by the British Secret Intelligence Service. Okay. So, like, these things definitely exist. Like, it's for sure that they exist, but no one has claimed them. Obviously, if they're, like, spy stuff, they wouldn't. Mm -hmm. It's basically not proven in most cases. Mm -hmm. So, hold on. Hold on to that thought. Yeah, it just kind of sounds like urban legendy, doesn't it? But it's not. It fucking exists. I believe you. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, this is clearly interesting, and spies are exciting and fun to talk about and speculate about, but what makes these number stations so creepy? Well, Megan, I think you'll just have to listen to one. No! I can't, Carly, I can't, I can't. Yes, you can. I promise you can. I have to live in this Megan, it's okay. Megan, it's okay, I'm right here. Okay. Okay. I'm unplugging my thing. (laughs) Will you turn it off when I say... Yeah. Okay. okay. It's just gonna be the music for a minute, though. Okay. You have to like, make it to I'm the I'm so number. interested in this because, like, why is that scary? Like, I'm so interested in what makes human beings afraid and, like, why different people are afraid of different things and, like, the psychology. Because when I worked at, I worked at a theme park, right? And, like, helped make the haunted houses. So did I. You're not special. No, I'm just saying, like, it's interesting <laughs> thinking about how you design something like that, like a haunted house or a piece of horror theater. Like, oh, how yeah. do you pinpoint what will scare people and then how do you execute that i'm interested in that so mm-hmm. i'm interested in this go ahead i'm terrified okay all right it can't be as bad as i think it's probably not can you hear it yeah, yeah so this is the folk, folk song, song. Mm-hmm. that's cheery video so you people could see Carly doing the whip and the nae to the numbers. Like, it's much cheerier than I expected. It sounds like some sort of, like, to me, the boring, like, if you're going to be a skeptic and try to come up with a boring explanation, it sounds like, oh, maybe, like, radio testing or, like, someone mm-hmm. from, like, seeing if the transmission is right. It's not actually as unsettling as I expected, mm-hmm. but the and idea I, of it is unsettling. Yeah, and I think it kind of depends on the channel and the broadcast. Like, if it was like Well, a, and like, think if you have a bad signal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it comes Stop in all correctly. She's doing a weird thing with her hands and I don't like it. Um, and if it was like a child or like... The child thing gets me, and when you said, first of all, you said World War One and a child's voice, it makes me think of that Doctor Who, when they're like, are you my mummy? Yeah. 
Children are creepy. I don't know what it is. I'm going to see if I can find one with a child's voice. Haven't we been through enough? Oh, shit. I think I found one. Also, like, how would you get a child and why would you get a child to read it? Oh, shit. Okay, ready? Like, what is the point of using children? Tell, Tell me, Carly. Carly. What is what? Why, why would they get, get a child, child to read, read the numbers? numbers? Just shush. Is it... Is it ch- Just why? Also, you're very lucky that you don't have to see the fucking picture that um, is on the YouTube video of this. It's like a black-eyed uh, kid. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll put it in the show notes. So this is so yeah. This is see um, it if they want. the G two Swedish Rhapsody number station transmission. How many different ones are there? I, I mean, surely there are some that were never recorded, or like talked or about, or that we just like, don't have a recording of. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Ooh, that's, like, a real mystery, because, like, you can speculate as to what they are, but, like, nobody knows. Yeah. I've just defined the word mystery, oh, if anyone didn't know. Yeah. Um, so, here's also something else that might make your butt cheeks clench up. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, so, in 2013, the Daily Dot published an article suggesting that the Lincolnshire poacher had moved from radio to telephone telephone publishing Explain. a phone number registered in aldershot and a recording of a call to the number oh my god my friend bailey used to live in aldershot oh my god sorry Your friend <laughs> billy bailey oh <laughs> billy's her boyfriend i thought he said her friend billy no it's like uh bailey okay so in a recording of a call to the number which featured the distinctive interval signal same fucking interval signal Followed by fifteen groups of five number sequences. So you what you call this number and get the recording, or the number or this would number call would call you. you. What if the number calls me? <laughs> <laughs> so basically, um, they have this uh, record of a recording of the call to the number, which featured the interval signal, uh, followed by the numbers. Um, a follow-up hmm. article was published a day later, which highlighted the sudden removal of the communication system. Yeah, obviously, if you publicize it and it's spies... Ooh, I think it's spies. Mm-hmm. Instead of hearing two bars of the classic English folk tune, callers were instead, relayed a, were instead relayed a message telling them to use backup channel Romeo X-Ray 3-9. So, backup channel Romeo X-Ray 3-9... So RX39. X-ray 39. You know what that sounds like to me? That sounds like um like backup channel Rodeo Romeo X-ray. Sounds like the Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. Yeah, right? that's what it is. It's RX39. Backup channel RX39. Okay. Yeah. Uh, f- You're right. Yay! Followed by end. Uh text messages were received by the reporters stating that the telephone number was restricted, asking them not to call again. Hmm. So the Lincolnshire Poacher uh, is thought to have a sister channel, Cherry Ripe, who operated in... Cherry Ripe. 
Cherry ripe. <laughs> Alice in um, Wonderland. Fucking guess the town. You're never gonna oh, guess shop? it. You're never gonna guess it. It's a town Basingstoke. called Humpty Doo. <laughs> no fucking way. Humpty Doo, <laughs> Australia. Oh, Australia. <laughs> you be out. Please cut you that out. That was very embarrassing. <laughs> We think we're so funny, and I just feel like people are gonna listen to this and be like, "What the fuck?" So be it. Like you're, it's just sister jokes. <laughs> That's all we're doing. Then people with siblings will get it. Um, That's true. So this operated in fucking Humpty Doo, Australia, at the same time. That makes it less creepy. <laughs> it does. It really does. <laughs> so uh, it was. This channel is also named after an English folk song, which plays as the interval signal. Um. And the voice reading the numbers is identical. And for a minute that creeped me out, but... It's a robot. <laughs> right, if it's a robot, then yeah, it's the same fucking robot. Um, however, uh, both stations are named after English folk songs. And in both stations, the final number in each sequence is spoken at a higher pitch. Hmm. So that's interesting. Uh, they also follow the same format, so it's a sequence of five numbers. Um... Cherry Ripe went off the air in 2009, only a few years after uh, Lincolnshire Poacher. Hmm. So, uh, there's one more channel that I want to, or station that I want to talk about briefly. It's operated in Cuba, and it's still on the air. I think it's been changed, though. I think it's changed its station and its name, but, like, I don't know. I think they're affiliated, and the, the newer one is still on the air. Um, thought to operate out of Havana. Uh, so it's called Atencion, and it was the first number station to be publicly accused of operating for spies, and its transmissions were used as evidence in a case that convicted five Cuban spies in the 90s. Wow. So that's, I guess, the closest thing we have as, like, proof that, you know, some- Yeah, to tie it to espionage. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So that is- the number stations. That's unsatisfying because you don't know. I know. I mean, like, we're literally doing mysteries here. Like, it makes perfect sense. Mm. But, mm, but that was really creepy. I want to find one someday. You know what I mean? I You're just like, going to have to have your radio on uh, scan all the time. Sucks that I don't have a radio. Also, like, you'd think it wouldn't be on a normal frequency. Like, it wouldn't be on a commercial radio frequency. Mm-hmm. How do you How do you find that? I don't know. Some people have, though. In my research, I found, like, people finding an old radio and then... Oh, it's specifically old radios? Why do they get different frequencies? I don't know if they're old radios, but a specific type of radio. Okay. And it has, I think, something to do with the frequency. You want to know something creepy? Okay. Okay, so I just read, um... Fuck, I don't remember what the book was called. Carrie Rawson, BTK's daughter's... Yeah, BTK's daughter wrote a book. BTK being a serial killer from um, Wichita in the seventies and eighties. Dennis Rader. Yeah, Dennis Rader. Um, I guess her married Fucking name idiot. is Carrie Rawson. Yeah, he uh, he really got himself caught there. <laughs> um, but uh, she wrote a book about like her childhood and her experience with him, and then like what it was like finding out and how she kind of recovered from the trauma of finding out that her dad was this like horrible serial killer. Um, and she kind of, there was a section of the book which I found really interesting. 
it was probably the best part of the book for me where she talks about the murders and like where he was at in his life and where she was at in her life and like he took trinkets mm-hmm. it's the word that trophies. my favorite mur- trophies God, literally God. i <laughs> we like, can't hurt we, we can't are, also yeah. have the same bit as my favorite murder even though it's not no a like bit i was genuinely. like tokens yeah yeah it's uh trophies. it's a hard word to remember clearly so he took trophies um he is known to have taken a tell me the term for the radio shockwave radio i think it was like some kind of old radio maybe a shockwave radio from oh, one of the victims that. that sounded scary. it was a chair moving upstairs okay but to me it sounded like <laughs> yeah it was scary for a minute but then i remembered that i have neighbors so dennis Rader took the btk which stands for bind torture kill like he fucking named himself that get over yourself Oh my god, he's gonna get out of jail and have come you, after me. Have you read his poetry? No. <laughs> Is it bad? Yeah, it's so bad. Okay, 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 okay. So, well, in the book, she has transcripts of his letters to her, and like, the man can't write a sentence. Anyways, he took a radio from one of his victims, I think a young boy, and like, Carrie Rawson, his daughter, remembers having a similar make of radio in their house while she was growing up. And it's unconfirmed whether it's the one that he stole from his victim. Wait, repeat all of that. I forgot to listen. Dennis Rader, the BTK, would steal things from his victims. He stole a shockwave radio or, like, some kind of old radio of some kind. And she had, she remembers from her childhood having one of those radios in their house. And it's unconfirmed whether it was the one that he stole from his victim. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That was good and creepy. I hate you for making me listen to it. Don't. Oh, I thought you meant another recording. I was like, please don't. We've been through enough. But, um, they also did this on last podcast on the left, and I don't want to, like, copy them, but I do want to read you one of his poems, because they're just so bad. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. This one is called, Oh, Death to Nancy. Okay, go ahead. What is that that I can see? Cold, icy hands taking hold of me. For death has come, you all can see. Hell has opened its gate to trick me. Oh, death. Oh, death. Can't you spare me over for another year? I'll stuff your jaws till you can't talk. I'll bind your legs till you can't walk. I'll tie your hands till you can't make a stand. And finally, I'll close your eyes so you can't see. I'll bring sexual death unto you for Ah. me. Okay, two things to say in response to that. First of all, if this man gets out of jail, he is coming for us, and we will be dead. Second of all... Oh, fuck. You know what that sounds like? It sounds like the part in A Midsummer Night's Dream, where they put on the bad play, and they're like, Oh, wall. Oh, wall. I speak to <laughs> yeah. lovely wall. Yeah, yeah. I kiss thy stones. Like, um, that's what it sounds like. Yeah. So bad. Wow. Yeah, it is bad. She didn't mention that in her book. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh... I think that's a good note to end it on. I think, yeah. I mean, we're about to turn around and record the next episode right now, but you Correct. guys will have to wait for it. Ho-ho! So, so on that yeah, note... Yeah, until next time... Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Good night! Hey, this is Carly, and I wanted to thank you for listening to the Sisterly History Mysteries podcast. Megan and I are really hoping you're enjoying it. As we're starting out, we hope you can give us a follow on Instagram at Sisterly Podcast. 
I'm not in any shows right now, so you can't come see me in anything. I do have an office job, though, so there's that. If you're in Dublin, you can go see Megan and Kate Crackernuts with No Drama Theater at Smock Alley from July 9th through the 13th. Thank you for listening. Good night.